Radio. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am Crystal, always looking forward to hearing from my guests, learning from my guests, and finding out what they are passionate about. My guest today is a social media marketing consultant. She is passionate about helping businesses through their digital transformation of sales and marketing, through consulting, training, and so much more. Her name is Janet Machuka, and she happens to have crossed over the border to come spend time with us in Uganda. Are you well? Are you enjoying Uganda? Uh, if I had to stay in Uganda, I mm. think I'll live here forever. Really? So I think we're treating you right. Well done to everybody who's been involved. <laughs> so amazing human beings. What? And I like the fact that they actually care. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how are you doing okay? Have you taken enough food? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, someone said that as a country, our yeah. love language is, is feeding people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's true. That's not a bad thing. I don't it's think amazing. so. It's mm-hmm. amazing. But you know, as a Kenyan who used to kind of starvation. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, oh God. Is this food for 10 people or just for one person? It's for me, just for me. <laughs> we have a little too much, I yeah. think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, Janet, you're Kenyan. Where were you born? I was born in a community or a tribe that is closer to the border of um, Uganda. Mm-hmm. It's called Kisi. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a little hills just like Kampala. So there are a lot of similarities. Absolutely. Because you were telling me you eat matoke? Yes, we do matoke a lot. We're oh actually known for matoke. Because <laughs> most people come here and they're like, but what's going on? Why mm-hmm. do you have mashed bananas? And yeah. Uh-huh. So the first time I landed, I was like, I want to get my matoke. You know, Nairobi, we don't get that much. Mm-hmm. So I knew mm-hmm. in Kampala, I'm home. Okay. Yeah. So you're based in Nairobi, work in Nairobi. Absolutely. Okay. Uh-huh. So growing up, did you grow up in that community or did you grow up in Nairobi? Uh, actually, most of the people think I grew up in Nairobi. Okay. But sometimes, you know, skin complex don't can lie. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the village where everything, even the language, my first language was Kisi and mm-hmm. Mabantu. Okay. So coming to Nairobi, I think everything is all about school. Mm. Uh, so my, my second language was Swahili. Okay. And then the other one was now English because of school. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to Nairobi, it was actually early, not really early, by 2014. Oh. So it's not like a long time ago. And I'm over 20 years, imagine, you can tell. Yeah, this is like almost 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So you grew mm-hmm. up in the village. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm guessing you have family there. You have strong connections there. Absolutely. Because some of my relatives are still there. Mm-hmm. Let me say like we are among the first family from my village to come to the city. That is Nairobi. Wow. Yes. Okay. And look at you. Now you're in the digital world, which Absolutely. is very <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so you moved to Nairobi you said for school was that for high school uh, so what happened or university I started in my, in my primary I did uh, go to school in my village mm-hmm. and then later on I went to a national school which was in a different town that's mm-hmm. called Nakuru mm-hmm. and then after Nakuru I went to a different town for my university that's okay. called Eldoret yeah oh my gosh yes you know Eldoret yes I oh, do oh interesting mm-hmm. and then after Eldoret now I knew Nairobi <laughs> okay you tell all so you kept moving 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 uh-huh. absolutely and also finding myself and I think with the digital 
digital space now it kind of opened up Mm-hmm. This place is for me to be known from you. Know, some people might not even know the journey, mm-hmm. but they're like, "Oh, you are best in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. You just we, maybe you grew up there and all that." But my journey has been all about finding out, learning, and interacting in different communities, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And this week has has been great to interacting with communities in you. Uganda. Well, as someone who's basically in marketing, mm-hmm. I mean, networks are important. Interaction, social interaction Absolutely. is so so important. So, I'd like to know like when did you start getting into this digital space and start seeing the opportunities there? Because for many people, it's just been the last few years mm-hmm. that they've realized, especially with COVID, the pandemic, mm-hmm. that you must have a presence online. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think I'm just like everyone else. We just started our social media presence from Facebook because you know what? We have to interact with our family members, mm-hmm. with our friends and mm-hmm. schoolmates, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And since I was in the media uh, industry, I actually studied journalism uh-huh. in my university. Okay. So everything was all about using the media. But then I didn't know social media is also a very good space for the media space. Mm-hmm. So I only knew about the radio and knew about the television. Yes, the uh, traditional media. Absolutely. And the First time I did my internship, um, I'm kind of aggressive and I'm the kind of a person who always wants to do something when my peers are like, yeah, we're just having fun for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I did my internship when I was in my first year. And hey. I did, yeah, that's oh, crazy, wow. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did it in a very nice um, media setup that mm-hmm. is a standard media, if you know it. Mm-hmm. And this actually opened my eyes. The first time I got to the job, Mm. As an internship, they asked me kindly, you have to create traffic. Then I'm like, whoa, are you talking mm. about traffic <laughs> on the road? <laughs> Should I go and stop on the cars? You stop. But I mean, I'm in on a desk and you're talking about traffic. What the mm-hmm. hell is going on? You know? Mm-hmm. And then that is the time I, I knew about traffic in the digital space. Okay. Like you can push people from social media to websites to actually yes. read articles. Mm-hmm. And I think I got fascinated with the whole idea. Oh, so now I can sit behind the desk, get paid at the end of the month, mm-hmm. and I'm just pushing traffic. There's people, you know. I know it's crazy. And, and all that. So for me it was just like wow. This is a space you can actually explore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take it lightly, by the way. Okay. Because I stayed there for like two months in my internship. And then I was like, I'm done. I don't want to be a, a journalist. I just want to create something in the digital marketing space. So that internship for you mm-hmm. essentially set you on your path. Absolutely. Your career. Because that's the first time I heard that people can earn on digital space. Yes, yes. At first, I used to hear people say, oh, if you create a blog, you start earning I created blogs. <laughs> no one was paying me. You can imagine the disappointment. Yeah, I was like, no way. Nobody is paying me. And then they're saying, oh, Google will pay you. I look for Google. I search for them. I register, you know, the mm-hmm. Google email. You're thinking, oh, you're going to get the pay. No, <laughs> no one is paying It's you. very tricky. <laughs> it's a very tricky one. So to some point, I feel like so many people right now are so like, um, privileged to understand the whole digital point of view because we already took that time to do research for them. Mm-hmm. We tried out different things. Now we understand. We can tell you what works for you exactly. Tell you me about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. You're the one who was like navigating yeah. this, experimenting with that. Absolutely. And other people are like, oh, that worked for her. Okay, mm-hmm. now I can build on it. Yeah. You know, people don't understand the journey until when they listen to you. Mm-hmm. So when I went back to school, of course, I finished my degree. Mm-hmm. But throughout the entire time, I knew digital marketing is a space that I want to explore. Okay. I took courses online. Every day I was like, I'm going to read two articles per day. Okay. And I'm going to take like 10 people who I will be teaching on what I've learned on these mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> articles. So it became like a drive where if I 
read. Mm. I also have two people, three people to share to. Mm-hmm. This is what I've learned. So like, you would read, research, mm-hmm. and teach. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that is the best way for me to do things because I've, I've recognized essentially that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. If I teach someone, I remember, I also like practice it. Mm-hmm. And in the process of practicing, you know, I'm becoming an expert. Okay. understanding how it works and so that's how the journey started and then you know media one thing i like about my space is the fact that i i understood what uh is needed of me as a journalist mm-hmm. for the professional way of carrying yourself how to build your brand how to talk to people how to communicate and all that so for me i, I can say i had uh, an opportunity to grow into the digital space from a point of I'm a journalist. I know how to use this space. Mm-hmm. This is my media space. As much as I'm not on radio, I'm not on television. Some of the ethical guidelines I Absolutely. feel like a lot of people lose their way or mm-hmm. make some major mistakes because they do not have that foundation. True. Mm-hmm. So I had that. So it was very easy to actually make good of it on social media. Especially mm-hmm. now that everybody's just trying to be crazy in their own way. <laughs> Exactly, because, be like, because everyone's trying to stand out. Yes. But, you know, what are you doing? Can you be consistent at it? Yeah. And are you building a brand? Are Absolutely. you building your brand the right way or yeah. the wrong way? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then who will work with you based on the brand that you're building? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people also forget that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I think that is where I feel like everyone needs to understand what um, media ethics are mm-hmm. before they can think about building their social media brand. Because mm-hmm. if you don't get that, trust me, you'll get confused in the middle. Mm-hmm. But if you understand the guidelines of becoming even a journalist, because essentially social media gives you that chance to be a citizen journalist. You're going to inform people. Mm-hmm. Facebook is asking you what is in your mind. Twitter is asking you what's happening around you. <laughs> essentially, you're actually sharing the news you yes. are talking about what is happening but if you don't have the media ethics I think in some way you might be confused and be like I don't know what to post and then you end up bullying people on social media high five high five <laughs> Thank you for that. I think it's so, so important um, because a lot of people are coloring outside the lines. And again, keep messing up in big, big ways. Yeah. And um, this is a space where, you know how they say like once it's on the internet, mm-hmm. it's there forever. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're seeing, especially with the cancel culture, maybe not so much here in Africa yet, mm-hmm. but with cancel culture, the mistakes that you're making on the internet are there forever. True. And they will come back to haunt you. They'll come back to bite you. Especially when it comes to job opportunities and mm-hmm. where you're going to be employed next. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So when did you start working with businesses? Because you were learning, uh, you were doing courses, mm-hmm. you were teaching what you were learning. When did you actually start to like, okay, say now this is where my workflow mm-hmm. is coming from? Because a lot of people do these things, but they don't know how to turn it into money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that is one of the major issues that we have at the moment. People have so many certificates from different uh, schools, academies and the digital spaces, but they don't know how to turn these certificates to actual (laughs) money. (laughs) And I think this is what now differentiates on what are you actually doing with the education that you're getting Mm -hmm. and what you're going to gain from it at the end of the day. So for me, I think what started to grow this space is the influence. You know, being a first year, being in the media space, you're working with one of these huge media spaces Mm -hmm. in Kenya. Mm -hmm. You're getting that visibility. And then during 2017, um, we had a presidential election mm-hmm. and then I was part of the team that was actually creating content around presidential. Oh, um, wow. 
debate. Mm-hmm. And so what That's happened, exciting. we were in a team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, we were three of us and we, they were looking for somebody to interview some of the politicians. But no one was going to say, yes, it's me. Because we were young, we were like, okay, not me. I can't talk to such <laughs> kind of a person. Uh-huh. And somebody just pointed me out and they're like, you need to be on Facebook. You need to start asking questions. I'm like, Christ, okay. how am I gonna start? Which kind of questions should I ask them? And so you were thrown in the I deep end, thrown in the space, and then this is the first time Facebook is collaborating with the presidential debate in Kenya to actually show on how they can cover events on live mm-hmm. and in three sixty degrees. Oh my goodness! So uh-huh. it was so crazy, but I hacked it. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna go. I don't know if I'm gonna speak in my mother tongue. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know how it will happen, but I did it. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think it actually opened a lot of doors for me. Mm-hmm. And then that is when brands will be like, oh, you have a lot of influence on the digital space. People are following you. People are trying to find out who you are. Uh, how did you get to this space? And all that. The media is also like, we need your story. Mm-hmm. And every time they hear, nobody actually gave you a pass through. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow. Yeah, you're young, and how did you maneuver through to actually get to the point? I you was are? going to ask you that because I think you know you have a baby <laughs> face. For the record, she has a really baby face. And when you said like you know, people are like, ah, how do you know so much? How mm. are you an expert in your field? Because you're young, how do you handle that? How do you navigate that? Uh, for me, I think it also um, goes back to where I grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in the village, the only thing I thought of being is a teacher. Because in our village, you only used to have teachers and you're interacting with the only teachers in school. Mm-hmm. And maybe when you talk about drivers, you only see the the big lorries carrying tea leaves mm-hmm. and maybe uh, coming in and going out. bricks and all that. And uh-huh. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And coming out from a village where women were not given that opportunity, you only mm. see men being the drivers and all that. You are like, I'm just going to be a teacher. Actually, mm-hmm. I knew I'm going to be a teacher. Wow. Because I wasn't exposed mm-hmm. to the world. I didn't know. When other students are talking about a pilot, I'm like, I usually see the airplanes up there. But the only thing I can <laughs> see is them drawing lines. White lines. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, why would I go up there to do what exactly? But I mean, that's a good point. I mean, exposure is really, really Exposure powerful. is really important. Mm. And I think the first time I realized that I don't have to be just a teacher is when I landed in a national school, mm. in my high school. You know, you're from the village and everybody else is from the city. Mm-hmm. What, how, how they speak, how they communicate, what they say is just Greek to you. <laughs> uh-huh. In class and then everybody's like, I want to be a pilot, I want to be an engineer. And I'm like, I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Teacher was my threshold. My, my pretty teacher, much. Like, I want to be a teacher. That's all. And then teachers are like, you're good in maths. You can be a very good accountant. I'm like, who is an accountant? I go do research. With an accountant. You know, mm-hmm. imagine learning from that. Like you're trying to understand what is happening in your surrounding at the same time. You're trying to picture yourself doing something that you actually blend in. Mm. I changed careers like crazy. <laughs> You'd learn about something you okay, okay I think I, I want to do that. that. Mm-hmm. You can be a very good hostess. Oh, what's a hostess? Somebody oh, finally I'm going <laughs> to the plane. <laughs> So it was all about jumping from career to career, career mm. to career, until when in my fourth year, and I think that is when I had to settle for media, mm. because I realized I used to have a lot of um, uh, poems to write. Mm. I used to write a lot. I used to uh, do a lot of public speaking. 
and poetry is one thing I think that helped me to build my confidence in front mm-hmm. of people. And also being thrown in the space of you are the captain of the school, one of the captains in the school, you know, you're left with thousands of people to help, mm-hmm. to actually manage, to direct, do this the right way. So that challenge really gave me a chance to realize that I can pick something I love mm-hmm. and that is the media space. Mm-hmm. And it built your confidence. And, absolutely. And now coming again to the media, find out something different called digital marketing. I'm like, I'm going all in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that also gave me the opportunity to actually identify myself. And right now, you know, as much as some of my community people thought I'll end up being a lawyer, mm-hmm. I ended up being a media person. I love what I'm doing. Oh, you know, goodness. I love this because mm-hmm. it's something that I, I can sleep until 10 a.m. But I have no problem. But if I wake up at 12, I'll finish my work by mm-hmm. 10 p.m., you know. Because it also gives you a bit of flexibility as Absolutely. well. Mm-hmm. So the question pegs on how did I actually get to a point of turning this to money. Mm-hmm. Remember, there's something called the influence you build in your community and the people around you. Mm-hmm. And people will talk. People will talk. I mean, this radio station today, not because I called anybody. It's mm-hmm. because of the influence I also True. have on uh, the people around mm-hmm. me, how they talk about me, how they actually speak of me when I'm not in the room. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that helped me to start getting clients. And the moment I realized that somebody can actually give me a chance to make money, I was like, I'm going all in with that. <laughs> I'm not going to knock on the doors the way they say, you'll tarmac, mm-hmm. you'll look for jobs and you'll never get any. Uh-huh. And I think with that, I had to now package myself from a point of, can I make people talk about me in a good way? Mm. Can I make brands be like, we want to go with Janet and we don't want another person? Can I make people feel like they can actually trust me with their brands, with mm-hmm. whatever that they give me? Because that is one thing that should be in your number one list if you're going to look for a brand yeah. or work with them. Mm-hmm. Trust. Can trust. they trust that you can deliver what they're requesting from you? Mm-hmm. And I think building that also narrows down to what kind of extra value are you giving people? Sure. Mm-hmm. And that means, for example, sometimes you're not in the radio station. You're out talking to young girls on how they can be able to um, grow themselves, package themselves in this mm-hmm. society. You know, mm-hmm. for some time you've been like, we need to do a little girl empowerment and all that. And that is a value you're giving to the society. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. The moment you peg everything that you're doing to money, I think people create a lot of barriers. Absolutely. Your social capital opens so many doors and opportunities that, you know, you may never have gotten to if you don't intentionally put yourself in spaces. But just for for good reasons. Good Mm -hmm. reasons. It goes a long, long way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is an interesting space. What you were saying about making sure, how can people talk about me? Mm -hmm. How can my influence earn trust? Because integrity is also very important. We know lots of people who have lots of influence. Mm -hmm. Lots of following. Um, But in terms of integrity and what they represent, you find their brands that, you know, stay away from them. You know this. (laughs) Like, oh, this big person, this big name. They're like, ah, no, we don't want to be associated with Mm -hmm. that person. Now, speaking of spaces you're in, Mm -hmm. I do know that you have a Twitter spaces. Yeah. And that's every Wednesday. Uh, yeah, uh, it, this is actually so that's something that grew out of the love I had now of learning. Okay. And I think most people think I started the spaces and the Twitch shit community because I wanted to teach people. No, I wanted to learn. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's very hard to actually create that routine for yourself that I want to do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. And doing a lot of research, it means you're going to take a lot of time. But if you have people, 30 people, 100 people in a group, and then you'll be like, this is the question I have. 
Mm-hmm. Like, tell me what is happening around you. Mm-hmm. How should I tackle this? So it's really interactive. You just so have people ideas. talking about different things. Absolutely. And that is like in one hour's time, I can crunch a whole topic. I will have taken five days, one week to do research on. True. So for me, a community is all about learning what I don't know. But people sometimes look at you as you're the person. You know everything. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a very clever way of going about it. <laughs> I I see you, I see you. But I will say, I learn from my guests as well, which Mm -hmm. is why I love these conversations. I'm constantly learning from my guests. Okay, so this is every Wednesday. What time? It's every Wednesday at 9 p.m. EAT. And Mm -hmm. I was looking, the whole idea behind it was to actually get to know who is my fellow African in the marketing space Mm -hmm. and how can we grow as a team other than just growing as an individual. Because I think we have that problem of, I want to learn digital marketing, but I don't have the right mentors. And you mm-hmm. can tell it's very hard for me to have 20 mentees. That's mm-hmm. too much for me. I have other things to do. Yeah, yeah. But if we are in a team where we are like 30 experts, we have built each other through our space, conversations, learning and all that. And then you can take other mentees that I might not be able to give my mm-hmm. time. We are all growing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, people forget that there's so much available online. Mm-hmm. The resources, the information is there. And now yeah. you're doing your part too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I'm learning in the earning. process. You're like, earning, I'm learning and earning too. At the same time. At the same time. Mm, smart girl. <laughs> I will say. Okay. So um, tell me when it comes to actually helping companies mm-hmm. with their digital transformation, like what are some of the core things that everyone should know? Whether you are a brand on your own as an mm-hmm. individual or you're looking at a business and a brand a company yeah. brand mm-hmm. i think uh, on that i will answer it in different uh, ways mm-hmm. but first i will start with those small businesses and i think these are the businesses most of the time look at it from the point of oh i don't have this money to mm. pay so and so so done i'm gone Oh. I'm not going for, for okay so they don't even thing. try they don't even try but i want you to look at it from this point there's a reason to why we call social media a social media space mm-hmm. you know start from the social conversations that people like to listen to people like to hear and ideally you log in on social media every single day not to check on the products of brands no no we actually scroll <laughs> what are people like, talking nah. about uh-huh. <laughs> every time you see a post you're like nah next i want to see something different i want to see a social conversation that i can relate to mm-hmm. and i think that is how businesses entirely should start looking at the social mm-hmm. media space mm-hmm. no from a point of i want to just sell i want to get sales i want to get um people to buy in first think about being social to them mm-hmm. and the kind of content you're going to create let it bring people together than just pull people away okay and then from there you'll be building your trust with them you'll be building your credibility with them you'll be building your personality in front of these people and they will stop just being fans mm-hmm. to a point that they are going to be your customers true so it's a journey you have to be patient so it's like building a relationship absolutely really. mm-hmm. yeah it's like Girl boy relationship. You know, you never be like, ah, it's my girlfriend the first day. No, you have to find a way to actually attract this person mm-hmm. to the second date. Yes. Yeah. And then convince them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to eventually 
invest yeah. into mm-hmm. that relationship True. and for a client to buy in they are investing in that relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and i think something else businesses need to look at is social media is all about the people mm-hmm. you know as much as we have the products as much as we have the services the people are the ones who make people make decisions mm-hmm. right now there is a need to where we're saying on social media trial your best to collaborate with people as much as it's your competitor yes you can compete in terms of the products but how you pull people together can be from a different point mm-hmm. you get your competitor you collaborate and have a very nice conversation about something people want to know about the business the industry that you're operating and then from there people will be like we'll make their own decisions maybe i will choose brand a because yeah mm-hmm. the timeline has amazing content or something or maybe, that they said just you know stuck with me stood out for me mm-hmm. true so we don't have to push people to make decisions on social media and the beauty about it you know if people don't want to make decisions they will unfollow you they will block <laughs> your ads they will you know oh, wow. like i don't have time for these mm-hmm, people so mm-hmm. find a way to have social conversations with people as much as it's a product or a service remember you are solving a problem yep in this space educate people inform them on what kind of problem is this and how are you solving it mm-hmm. so look for different ways to approach the conversations other than just putting from the point of yeah. just pushing instead pushing. of oh i have this yeah. like oh i can solve this problem for absolutely. you absolutely so okay. attract people to your space don't push something to people mm-hmm. pull them towards your brand so that they can be like okay so what do you actually do let me go and check on your website mm-hmm. let me go and check on your timeline oh i know so and so works with your brand let me call them and maybe know one or two things about your brand mm-hmm. so can you pull people from that point of yes this is what you are thinking you need this is the value you need this is the solution you need mm-hmm. now to a point can i connect with somebody in your brand or just the brand to understand what you do mm-hmm. pull people don't push in too much to them okay mm-hmm. don't basically push it down their throats yeah. <laughs> so networking connection building relationships yeah and then you get the response absolutely okay most of the loved brands on digital space are brands that actually care about the people mm-hmm. the brands that listen to people the brands that interact with people imagine if you're a brand that like okay we have scheduled content for next week it will just post itself <laughs> And I think a lot of people do that, They right? Do that. Uh-huh. But no one is there to be like, let me direct these people on how to do it. A, B, C. Let me create this content in a different way. Let me ask questions. Let me know mm-hmm. what they do want from our point of view, as in from our brand. What do they want to hear? Mm-hmm. Well, who they want to know, you know? And that is why some brands have created different personas when it comes to customer service on social media. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's say Airtel will create uh, a name like Jemo. Mm-hmm. or maybe another caro you see caro and jemo responding but do you know the caro doesn't really exist as one person they're different people yes but they all but under caros mm-hmm. and jemos yeah so a personality really helps a lot on social media to a point of driving more people and pulling more people to your brand mm-hmm. than you looking like a brand that is pushing to them mm-hmm. most of the time and also to have campaigns that are mm-hmm. quite relatable as well yeah. it's about context and being able for people to you know look at you and be like oh yeah i can see this being part of my lifestyle yeah. being part of you know the things that i reach out for look for absolutely okay so janet how can someone get in touch with you or where do we find you we know you're on social media yeah. but you need to tell us <laughs> where do we <laughs> go the beauty about my social media platforms i usually respond to everyone because mm-hmm. i feel like 
I'm at a position where I'm not just getting any DMs. Just hi, hi. Mm-hmm. They are meaningful. So in case you're going to send a DM on Twitter, you can just search Janet Machuka. I think I'm the only Janet Machuka, but I have to brag for that. About that. <laughs> yes, you're the only one that popped up. <laughs> yeah. And on all the social media platforms, I'm just mm-hmm. Janet Machuka. But so, if you want to find other contacts mm-hmm. uh, from my end, kindly search on Google. You go, you'll get my website, JanetMachuka.com, mm-hmm. where I have all the details that you might need. Okay. Yes. All right. So people, JanetMachuka.com, or you can find her on on social media. Are you yeah. on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not really. I'm not there because I'm creating content. Mm-hmm. I'm there because I'm just trying to see what is happening or what is trending, so that I can keep in touch with my brands. I don't want them to be like, we thought TikTok is the main thing, but you're not there. You mm-hmm. know. So, but TikTok is really working for most of the brands at the moment. So yes, it's a very powerful space as well. Mm-hmm. But use it to learn. And find out. Don't just use this for just entertainment. Well, I know. <laughs> or for dancing videos only. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was lovely having you. I'm glad you're having fun in Uganda. Yeah. And you're enjoying the food. You can tell from my smile. <laughs> <laughs> good. Thank you. All right. The pleasure having you. Pleasure. It's all mine. Groove Cafe.